is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. Um, again, you know, uh, one of the things I like about uh, this format is that um, I get to bring you guys uh, the um, real-time uh, breaking news. And the first lawsuit, first of many, I'm sure, uh, was filed against Governor Ron DeSantis. But first, I want to, before I forget, uh, remind people about, uh, and I'll talk probably more about this tomorrow and Thursday, but uh, Fairhaven, you know, I'm the chairperson of the Fairhaven Commission on Disability. Uh, you know, I have a brother living with autism, so, you know, it's, it's something I'm, I'm really um, passionate about, but I'm the chairperson of the Fairhaven Commission on Disability. We have a meeting Thursday. If you'd like to uh, tune in remotely on Zoom, all the information's up there. You can look up Fairhaven Commission on Disability. We've got a lot of exciting stuff. You know, I was just talking to um, Kevin Cobbs, the public communications officer at uh, Public Information Officer in the Fairhaven Police Department, um, you know, who we worked with uh, to... Um, you know, get some uh, information on the website for residents in town with disabilities. And, and I'll, I'll definitely, you know, work on getting a piece on that out to get people more informed about it because it's really, really important. But uh, that's up on their website now. And so uh, we'll get that information out there. And when I'm able to get it out there, um, we'll have a, a much more long-form conversation about it because it's really important. But Thursday, there's a Commission on Disability meeting. If you are... Living in town is something that you want to get involved with, helping people, uh, helping, you know, your residents who uh, who are, you know, living with a disability. Um, every town uh, can have one. Not every town does have one. Uh, there are some towns in the South Coast that don't have one. Uh, there are some towns that have ADA committees. Uh, Commission on Disability from the state is uh, uh, comes, you know, it's a specific designation for the Mass Office of Disability. Um, but I have a column on that. Uh, there's a few towns in the South Coast, and maybe if you're one of those towns, you can work on maybe starting one because I think we're able to do some really important stuff, uh, really important work with our Commission Disability, all volunteers, but there, you'd be surprised at how many people in, in your town, uh, just by putting the feelers out there, how many people are are, uh, are passionate about that and, and willing to do a lot of work on their own time uh, to ensure that you know uh, town matters or the town in general is more um, accessible. Um, so yeah, so that's Thursday. We have our meeting, uh, if you're interested at all, uh, but, uh, and I'm doing that meeting at five before the, uh, before the show, before I'm joined here by, uh, by Jake later that day, but there's a lot of important work we're doing. And again, I'll, I'll be able to talk about that a lot more later. 
what um and this because it's some really important information particularly some of the work we've done again with lieutenant Cobbs at the police department and just in general you know we've worked on town beach uh town beach accessibility and we've made some really big strides there um working on town hall accessibility now too so there's a lot of really important stuff uh happening so it's 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 good to look into that issue uh if you're in the town commission if you if there's no commission on disability in your town maybe you want to start one um uh, you know, we're, I think, full now, but I think there's there there's room for some rotating membership, too. You know, I'd put a letter out in the neighborhood news uh, in Fairhaven in Beth Davis' paper, and it uh, got a lot of response. There was a lot of people really willing to, to hit the ground running on that. So really exciting stuff. Okay, that's my plug for the day, but uh, it's again, it's important. So Fairhaven Commission on Disability this Thursday. Uh, go If you live in Massachusetts, your town can... And should have a commission on disability, or at least an ADA committee, um, some sort of organization that uh, you know monitors and works to improve accessibility matters in your town. Because I guarantee you, your town isn't assess- as accessible as it could be. You know, ours isn't either. That's why we keep meeting. I guess if it was as accessible as it could be, we wouldn't have to meet anymore. But uh, you know, it's, we're gradually working on some really important issues there. Uh, it's something again I'm really interested in, and. and uh, um, and and we'll we'll have more information on some of the exciting stuff we've got going on there. But um, 508-996-0500 is how you get the program. Let's actually take a call. Good evening. Yeah, hello. So, um, anyway, that uh, caller is uh, it's called in a few times. So, um, yeah, so that's really important stuff. Again, something I'm really passionate about and uh excited for we'd basically taken the summer off uh you know logistical reasons i was starting the show obviously so chairing the you know chairing the committee starting the show there's a lot of logistical things we had to work out but i think we worked it out pretty well so 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program um so there's a this just broke again while the show uh while the show was happening we had uh, Lawyers for Civil Rights, which is a Boston-based, uh, you know, legal uh, legal nonprofit organization. They are um, they are uh, actually, you know, it's funny. Rasan Hall, uh, who's the candidate for uh, Plymouth County District Attorney, he's running against uh, Tim Cruz. In Plymouth County, we talked a little bit about that early in the show. He used to be an attorney for the the Lawyers for Civil Rights, which I think is pretty funny. Um, but uh, sorry, I'm just trying to access get the article. So, um. So uh, 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. So there was a organization called Lawyers for Civil Rights. It's a Boston-based legal organization. Um, again, you know, they uh, Rasan Hall used to work for them. He was the Plymouth County DA, uh, uh, DA candidate. And... <laughs> 
That's funny. Um, message from uh, Lindsay. Ferris would be going crazy now over the migrants in the vineyard. I'd love to hear his opinion on it if he's out there. So um, I, I, this would be the perfect Ferris call. It really would be. I can't believe, you know, she thought of it before I did. I, I, I can't believe I didn't think about that. I mean, he would be, I'd, you know, be the perfect Ferris call. I probably wouldn't like it. Might have to dump. Might have to hit the dump button, you know, the dump button to get that audio off our air. But might be entertaining. So um, Boston Lawyers for Civil Rights, they're an organization that um, uh, they filed. They're the first organization to file a lawsuit, basically, against Ron DeSantis. And what they're alleging is, you know, a lot of the stuff that, you know, people have been saying is that, you know, Ron DeSantis fraudulently induced um, fraudulently induced migrants to uh, it, that were in San Antonio via pamphlets, you know, these pamphlets that looked like they were commissioned by the, you know, Massachusetts, you know, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts uh, with the promise of services that they weren't eligible for because that the, there was there were uh, refugee refugees and these were um, asylums uh, I guess mostly asylum seekers if not all asylum seekers and they had this woman named Perla who was uh, apparently you know uh, approaching approached these people in a shelter in or somewhere in San Antonio. Um, they're still looking for Perla. Nobody knows who Perla is. Uh, they said that through, you know, quote unquote, fal- false promises and misrepresentations, DeSantis flew them to the island. Uh, and they're also ordering uh, DeSantis to stop the transport of uh, migrants in the future. So Congressman Keating said this last night, and I thought it was really interesting. He talked about a uh, a bird dog fee, right? Which, um, you know, Bert, uh, he was basically saying that people, recruiters were actually paid to, this is what he's alleging, recruiters were actually paid to fraudulently induce people via the promise of benefits that they're not eligible for, telling them that they were going to go to Boston, right? Um, and telling them they were going to get all these things that they weren't necessarily eligible for. And... Uh, he said that there were recruiters being paid by this. He also said that the money that DeSantis used, and he, you know, he's been open about it. He's been open about the, um, he's been open about the, uh, the allocation that he asked for, the line item. He asked for a line item in Florida's, uh, in Florida state budget. That was basically $12 million uh, set aside. What Keating said is uh, ARPA money, American Rescue Plan Act money, money $12 million set aside to uh, execute this operation. Now, $12 million, like that's, I think, the entire city of New Bedford's allocation uh, for ARPA allocation for like a few programs, right? It's that's actually it's a lot of money in the grand scheme of the Mass, uh, the Florida state budget. I mean, Massachusetts state budget's like. 46 47 billion dollars right so florida's got significantly more people than massachusetts does so maybe their allocate i mean their budget's probably a lot more right maybe i don't know i'm gonna i can't i can't guess the number i'm not good at that but probably more than 47 billion dollars since it's a much bigger state much more populous state than massachusetts is and that's massachusetts budget 
but still, twelve million dollars of uh, of ARPA money um, to to pull off this stunt. So uh, they're trying to also prohibit Ron DeSantis from tra- transporting migrants in the future. You know, when Congressman Keating, we were talking to him, what he was saying basically is that you know he had dinner with Chris Coons. Now Chris Coons, I believe, took Joe Biden's seat in Delaware. He's the one that was after Joe Biden was elevated to the presidency. I believe Chris Coons was the one appointed that seat and then subsequently uh, reelected afterwards. I think he's chair of the uh, ethics committee uh, in the Senate. But what they're saying is, you know, I guess they're they're preparing for because there's, I guess, rumored or some announcement that um that Biden's going, uh, that they're going to send migrants to Delaware, you know, where Joe Biden lives in Chris Coons' home state, but obviously where Joe Biden is from. He's from Delaware. Famously took the Amtrak to work, right, from uh, from Delaware to the Capitol. But um, this is something, again, I heard that, who said that? Republican candidate for Attorney General Jay McMahon actually said that. Um, he had said that uh, Republican candidate for Attorney General Jay McMahon had. I remember seeing a blog he posted that he was going to send the all the uh, quote unquote illegals to Rehoboth, Delaware, uh, where where Joe Biden uh, where Joe Biden lives. It's just something they've talked about, and then I guess the governors, the Republican governors, maybe ones that want to be president, have decided. You know, this is something we can do if we just, you know, take some taxpayer money. We take some state resources that could be used to, you know, actually help people. And we'll just, you know, fly people and parachute them and drop them all across the country. So um, they're trying to basically uh, prohibit him from doing that uh, again. Um, You know, there's been talk about. You know, there's it's a 35 page complaint. I you know I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Obviously, the story broke on air, but uh, it 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 has one of the most detailed accounts apparently about how the 50 migrants landed on Martha's Vineyard last week and uh, alleges trauma that they had suffered um, that their new that their that their lawyers are saying that they they had suffered. So. They said that people working for DeSantis were, quote, and this is something that Congressman Keating more or less said, uh, trolling. They said Keating said they were paying him a, a quote unquote bird dog fee um, or paying them a fee to, to go recruit people to get them on this plane. Because remember, they weren't in <clears throat> they weren't actually in Ron DeSantis's state. He went out of his way. <laughs> he went out of his way to do this. They weren't in his state. They weren't there. And I don't think there's any indication that they were supposed to be there in Florida, that they were supposed to go to Florida afterwards. But it says the complaint alleges that uh, people from De- uh, working for DeSantis were, quote unquote, trolling the streets outside a migrant shelter in Texas and other similar locales, pretending to be good Samaritans offering humanitarian assistance, including $10 McDonald's gift cards and free hotels while making false promises and fake representations of employment, housing, educational opportunities awaiting them in either Boston or Washington, D.C. So we're literally going out there trying to give people or trying to offer them gift cards and free hotels to get them on this plane to make this political point. That's what they're alleging here. They also said 
that they would receive assist. They were also told, according to this lawsuit, that they would receive assistance with their immigration proceedings at their final destination and that they were intentionally sequestered before before their departure so that they could not discuss the arrangement so that migrants would be less likely to leave or change their minds. So they're, what they're saying is intentionally sequestered is an interesting word to use, right? So what does that mean? Were they held somewhere? Where were they kept? Where were they kept somewhere? Intentionally sequestered sounds like a euphemism for false imprisonment. Honestly, it sounds like an allegation of that without actually, you know, outright saying it um, that they were intentionally sequestered. So, um, and obviously they were brought here without any notice to anybody. Uh, at all. So the things that they're alleging in this report, I, I'm looking forward to le- reading the complaint, you know, when I get a chance to, when I get off air, I think it's some pretty damning, there's some pretty damning accusations, right? Because, you know, what they're trying to say, and it still sounds crappy, even if, even if the, the argument they're presenting is like, oh, well, you know, um, well, you know, they wanted to come here. We wanted to send them there because it's a, it's a, you know, they're a sanctuary state and, you know, obviously a state like Massachusetts doesn't live on the border. So that's why they're so liberal and that they, you know, that's why they like, that's why they like undocumented immigrants or what they'll say is quote unquote illegals, even though they're all, even though everybody on that plane was looking for a legal channel of immigration. And really what they were doing is they were sending people out there to promise them all these all all kinds of stuff that they you know probably weren't expecting or really even looking for a McDonald's gift card a free hotel you know free housing and all that stuff that they uh, all that stuff that they're promising them and then ben- a pamphlet with benefits and there's another uh, attorney that was saying that um uh that was on the vineyard that was uh alleging um, maybe that's in the in the complaint. I haven't read it yet, but there was another attorney on the vineyard that was uh, alleging that what the people, presumably who were working for DeSantis, who recruited him to get on this plane, what they were doing was telling them to register with a certain organization. I think it was the USAID, but it was some sort of organization to register with them, even though that's not how you register to or how you sign enroll in you know, immigration processing to try to get a legal status from, you know, Department of Homeland Security or the, uh, you know, immigration courts, which is basically done all administratively through the Department of Homeland Security. I think it's Department of Homeland Security. I don't think it's DOJ, but either or. They were telling them to do that. They were intentionally, according to this lawyer, intentionally misleading the migrants um, through intentionally misleading the migrants into basically fraudulently inducing them into becoming quote-unquote illegals, right? That's what's being alleged. So we'll see this, this lawsuit was just filed. You know, there's, there's talk about, you know, there's a sheriff in, in, you know, Bayhar County, Javier Salazar, he's an elected Democrat. He says he opened an investigation to this, you know, Rachel Rollins, who was our U S attorney, who was the Suffolk County DA had said, she's opening an investigation into this. I, I don't know what you're going to get out of an, and, um, I don't know what you're going to get out of that. Like, you know, Chris and I said, what are you going to do? Um, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to send a, 
you're going to send a, uh, uh, after you get a returned indictment in Barnstable District Court, because the Cape and Islands have the same uh, same court, you're going to send, uh, uh, you know, you're going to send state troopers to, to Tallahassee to extradite the governor? <laughs> like, I don't know how you how you go about it. I don't know how that's even, you know, even practical. He's just going to ignore it. And it probably better proves his, proves the point he's trying to make. If you were to even pursue that. 508-996-0500. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500. Hello. Hello there, Marcus. How are you doing? Hey, what's up, Al? How's it going? Not too much. Hey, uh, I want to explain why those migrants got uh, taken care of on the vineyard. And those people on the vineyard are God's gift to people. I'm going to explain to you. I went to the island, and I missed the boat coming back home. So there is a place where people like me that was going to be homeless, right? Yeah. And there is a there is a shelter right there in Vineyard Haven, and that's where I spent that night. And I'll tell you, as soon as I got up the following morning, got on the first boat, went back home. No kidding. They allowed you to stay there? That's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, Marcus, it's the God's honest truth. If you ever got stranded there, not to worry. All you got to do is ask where the homeless shelter is. You're good. No kidding. Wow. That's pretty cool. So they are, they, they, so they are, so they are as hospitable as, as, um, as advertised. Yes, they are. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I I respect those people. And, you know, I got something else to tell you about that island. It's an island of paradise. Yeah, it's pretty nice there. It is. I'm not sure if you've been there, but I have. But I haven't been there in a while. And uh, I just saw on my phone that we might be getting another stimulus check. Yes, <clears throat> from the uh, from the from the state. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big one. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for it. And I saw something else on my phone that I saw which is really irregular. Uh maybe people released photos of UFOs more than one. And I'm not sure if that was a good idea or not. Oh yeah, they yeah, released so photos. I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know about this. Whoops! Well, I'm trying to look it up now. I'm going to have to let you uh, look it up. Yeah. All right. All right. So I just want you. I just want you to know the people on the island. They're outgoing people. They will help you. That's good to know. Thanks for the story, Big Al. I appreciate it. Because I'm going to tell you, there's one thing. I will not lie to you. I have no reason to. I got nothing to gain. But I am going to tell you, someday I aim to meet you someday. Oh, yeah. I'm around. I know. But (laughs) I I I aim to meet you and greet you 
and show you that I am a big, friendly guy. But the day that I do that arm wrestling showdown, I'm giving you my <laughs> personal invitation. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, let me close with this. Okay. I'm a five-time New Bedford arm wrestling heavyweight champion. Oh, wow. With a, with a broken right elbow. Really? And, and I went undefeated five years in a row. And I want to tell you right now, Marcus, I challenge anybody in the city of New Bedford to do what I did and go undefeated. And uh, the city council president is going to get in, uh, going to get a rude awakening. Saying that I'm talking smack, well, I can back up my smack. Oh, yeah. Ian, Ian Abreu, you're going to arm wrestle. You're going to arm wrestle Ian. I'm going to show Ian a thing or two. <laughs> okay. Look forward to that. Believe me, that's going to be the exhibition match. No, I want that to happen. I'll, I'll we'll broadcast that. If you want to, if Ian Abreu agrees to arm wrestle you, we'll 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 do it. I'll, I'll see if we can stream it on our social media. I'm going to do a play by play. It'll be a best of. I think we should do a best of seven. Uh, there you go. <laughs> best of seven, you versus Ian. I think that'd be. I think that'd be no, fun. No, and yeah, best of five. Best of five. You think you'll get him down in just uh, in uh, in three uh, three matches? Uh, I'll get him down all five. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and by the way, by the way, Marcus, it's going to be in a strap match. In other words, you cannot let go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can't let go. So what does that mean? In other words, if you're in the strap match, your palm is up against your opponent's palm and the strap goes around your opponent's wrist and your wrist and that's it. You ain't going nowhere. Interesting. I, again, I'm all for it. I'll do it. Like we'll we'll do it here. I th- we'll do it here in South Coast. And I know Chris. Uh, Chris isn't here now. I know Chris will be down for it. He's going to be 100 percent supportive of it. I think that'll be fun. We'll get we'll oh, get yeah. Ian here. We'll get you here. We'll set up a table. I don't know if it'll be regulation. Uh, I don't know what the regulations are. But we'll set up a table. Oh. We'll we'll stream it on our social media. And Chris and I will call it play by play. Good. Just got you got to get Ian to agree to it. If Ian agrees to it, you, know, you got his phone number. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'll text him. Do that. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Big Al. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe an arm wrestling match between Big Al and Ian, and then. Some other city officials. Maybe the mayor can arm wrestle. I don't know. You done. Somebody like that. I feel like that's a good matchup. Right? I think that's a good matchup. We'll, we'll have to set it up. Something Chris. Uh, we'll have, we have Chris. We have Chris in tomorrow. Maybe that'll be a topic of conversation. But. You know. If the council president's listening, I know he listens. He wants to call in and accept the challenge on air. I think that'd be great. It'd be a lot of fun. Maybe we can get it sponsored. 
for something good? You want to help the something? <laughs> you want to help something or somebody in need? We can sponsor the event. I think it's sponsorable. I think it's something people will like. I think it's a. Rec- I'm I'm dead serious too. You guys think I'm 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 being um, flippant. I'm dead serious. I think that's a good idea. I think maybe we can we can get something like that going. I'm and I, I think it'd be a lot of fun. And again, I think if it's sponsorable, if it goes to an organization to help something, you know, a community organization or somebody in need, I think that would be certainly be something I'd be interested in. I think a lot of people would be interested in as well. Chris and I will do the play by play. We'll do a post game just like we do for the events, uh, the, the debates might be a nice off season thing to do, you know, off election thing to do. Although when you're covering local politics, it's never really off elections, right? Cause you got the midterm presidential, even year elections. And you got the odd year elections in the uh, municipalities, cities like fall river and new Bedford and Totten, right? And then you've got town elections, which happen every year. So there's never really an off year, but maybe you can find some time to do that. All right, 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. I'm going to take a break, uh, actually, and then uh, I'll be back. This is South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back tomorrow, but I'm here uh, until 10 o'clock with you at 508-996-0500. Listen to us live. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back tomorrow, but I'm closing out the show with you here at 508 Let's go back to the phones. Good evening. Yeah, hello again. What's up, man? Hey, um, seeing as um, it's got kind of boring, you know, getting quiet down a little bit, um, what happened to Amelia Earhart? What do you think happened to her? Did she crash into the ocean? Do you think she ended on an island or... I, I do not know. Didn't they? I thought they might have found. Didn't they find remains? Yeah, they found bones, but um, it was confirmed to be an Islander male. Oh, okay. And it wasn't then, her. No, well, they they wanted to do research on the bones again, but they disappeared. Hmm. And the guy that discovered the bones died a few years after, and that was like I think in the nineteen forties. Interesting. Going on. Yeah, it's just weird how they never found her. My theory is she crashed into the ocean. I don't think the plane went directly in because they were getting SOS signals from the plane. I think they floated for a while, then they sunk. And there's a deep that area where she crashed. It's very deep, and it's very. It would be very hard to find. So well, had, yeah, of course, the ocean's so vast. That seems like the most logical. Um, explanation: yeah. The ocean's so vast that, I mean, there's still parts of it that are undiscovered. That you, you, you literally you can't send anything down there because of the, the water pressure and all of that. So, that seems like yeah, a logical I explanation. I think that's where it is, though. And um, I think it was her uh, navigator who had a drinking problem, and um, they had a lot of problems with the Fred Noonan. Um, I think he screwed up on where they were supposed to land, and he got Earhart lost. Because Earhart was a good pilot, uh, but the navigator was kind of um, controversial. They had a lot of problems with him and his drinking, and um, they were supposed to land, and then they had a better navigator that was going to do the second leg of the um, Pacific run she was supposed to do. So... It's just interesting all these years later and they never found her. 
Yeah, it is interesting. I, I, I just don't, I'm not as well read on it as you are. So, I mean, I, I that's what I had always assumed that she'd crash in the ocean. Um, it seems like the most, you know, Occam's razor, simplest explanations, often the one that's correct. Um, so that, that sounds yeah. about right to me. Yeah. I used to, I used to think maybe she cried, they, you know, the bones on the, um, island and they found traces of a castaway. I was thinking that yeah, maybe they finally found the puzzle, the, the Amelia Earhart mystery, but I'm that I just think like I did when I was a kid, she crashed in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, I All think right. I, I think that's the most logical explanation. All right, I'm going to let you go. Have a good night. Uh, you as well. Yeah, I think that's probably what happened. Um, but I'm not as well read on that. Maybe we can, Chris and I can have a uh, conspiracy theory episode one night. Well, you know what Chris actually, Chris, Chris used to do, and we can bring it back is Chris used to have an episode on the JFK assassination. And the JFK assassination is falls it's during the week. So I think that would be cool. Maybe we can do a JFK um a JFK episode. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, we did it uh the last time, you know, a few years ago. It was before COVID, so it was like fall of 2019. I remember I I'd came I'd come in this is when I was doing the I was just, I was still doing the Friday stuff. So I came in on a Friday and Tim walks in and Chris goes, Oh, it's November 22nd. We do the, uh, we're doing the JFK episode, the JFK assassination episode. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, people call in, they, you know, you learn some stuff that you hadn't learned before. Uh, everybody's got their theories and, and, uh, everybody's got some new information. There's so much to unpack, uh, you know, in that, you know, few moments, Dealey Plaza and then what happened afterwards. So, you know, maybe we can uh, do some deep dives. And that'll be after the election, too. Right. So maybe we can do some deep dives into, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, some of our, the most our country's most um, elusive answers, uh, uh, answers Elusive answers to one of some of our longest questions. I didn't. I didn't phrase that right. Honestly, uh, you'll have to forgive me. I, I didn't phrase that right. But I'm gonna take a break. The New England Patriots are. I'm Marcus. Uh, just closing out the third hour of the show. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for calling. Uh, always a lot of fun talking with everybody, talking about these issues, and of course, thank you to Senator Zaglio, candidate for state auditor, who called in at the beginning of the show. She's a good interview. Loquacious. She's loquacious. Which is good. It's the plus time I have to talk. But I like the stuff that she says too. So, um, so yeah, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'll be with Chris. We'll have a good guest. And then Thursday, I'll be here with um, Jake Ventura to talk about, you know, the Dartmouth Indian uh, logo um, saga. And maybe it's, uh, maybe it's end. Um, and talk about some other issues regarding in the, in the Commonwealth and really across the country regarding, um, representations of indigenous people. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll take your calls on that too. So, uh, 508-996-0500 is, is how you can get on then. Uh, not now though. I've probably only got a minute left. Uh, so called in now. I probably couldn't take it. I'll be able to take it tomorrow. We can also uh, take your messages on the app chat. So, 
Always fun. And then, of course, the Friday night show, which is always fun. I mean, we broke some news on Friday night, right? So, um, and it's our most interacted with program, I think, Friday. It's definitely our most interacted with program. So, uh, in terms of call volume and all of that, really, and, and messages, it's it's people love it. No one goes out on Friday nights anymore. They just tune into South Coast tonight. And that's I think that's great. It's better. So I'll see you guys tomorrow at 7 o'clock. I'll be here with Chris. And we're going to have a lot of fun. So thanks for tuning in.